0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Most people getting in touch about uh, the issue we're going to discuss right now, which is a unity referendum. So. Big ads appeared in a number of US publications like the New York Times uh, today and in these ads they say the future of Ireland is in the hands of the people. It is time to agree on a date for the unity referendums. Let the people have their say. The ads are paid for by a number of groups amongst them, friends of Sinn Féin. Matt Carty is a Sinn Féin TD for Cavan Monaghan. Matt, you're welcome to the studio. Um, Why is now the time to let the people have their say?
1: Well... I, I would argue we should have started and commenced this process long before now because just to agree with one of the taxers that um, you read out before the news we don't want to make the same mistake as the Brexit We don't want a referendum to happen and for people to vote in the absence of knowing precisely what it is that they're voting for. And that's why we've been calling for initiatives such as a Citizens Assembly or a raucous all-party committee to actually set out the framework of what a United Ireland will look like, what the benefits will be, what the challenges will be that we'll need to overcome, what the transition phase will look like, and all of the practical questions that people will naturally have. But my starting point, as someone who is from a border community and has seen it firsthand the devastating impact that partition has had on our country is that a united Ireland has the potential to be a much better Ireland for everyone who shares each of our 32 counties. And when you believe that fundamentally, as I do, then as a political representative and uh, um, and I would argue as governments, you have an obligation to try and advance it. Uh, but uh, setting a date for a referendum, which is what the, the, the ads ultimately called for,
0: uh, an agreed upon date, I mean, does that not undermine what you're saying? about let's have a Citizens' Assembly first.
1: No, um, because everything that we are talking about needing to happen needs to happen in the context of a referendum. So I think it would bring clarity and it would bring a bit of focus if we were to say that a referendum will take place on X date. And we've set out a time frame previously of in around five years would be sufficient time for us to have the types of conversations put in place, the plans that would be necessary in order for that clarity to be provided to voters when they go to vote North and South um, in, in respect of... Uh, a border poll as it's called or a unity referendum and it's my firm belief that if that work is done and if it's done correctly Mm. um, and if it's done in an inclusive way then we can go to the polls in every confidence that we'll be successful in both jurisdictions.
0: So your vision would be 2028, give or take, in and around that time that you could go uh, to the people of this island, north and south, and you'd have a very clear vision of what they'd be voting for, what you'd be putting to them. This is what it will look like.
1: Yeah, and there's a, there, so there are a number of things that we can address fairly easily and you know things like the transition um, phase, how long it will take, the type of mechanisms that will be put in place in terms of constitutional and political arrangements. One of the big conversations that people will naturally have is in respect of the northern institutions. Will there be a role for them? Will it be a long-term role? What type of powers it w- it would have? Um, I think Brexit has fundamentally changed change the conversation not just in terms of cautioning people of going to a referendum and asking people to vote on something without a very clear view as to what it is but it has also set out um, I think just how small of a country we are in in, in international terms we're an island on the edge of Europe of about 7 million people I think more and more people are recognising that it doesn't make sense for us to have two of everything to have two health services to have two um, transport systems to have two economic development agencies that aren't only operating back to back but they're sometimes competing against each other as I say we're too small for all of those Mm. Things We can deliver um, much better economically, I think, politically and I think socially in the in position that we're working together as, a, as an island nation um, in, in, in the vested interests of both parts of the island working together.
0: Owen Polly is with us as well, a columnist with the Belfast Newsletter. Uh, Owen, thanks a million for taking the time as well uh, to speak to us. Uh, do you think we should set a date and start the conversation?
2: Well, no, I don't. I mean, I think that that would be quite a destabilising thing to do at a time when really we want to be working on uh, getting the institutions up and and running in Northern Ireland and, and getting things back in a level playing field there. And I mean, I find it a, a curious thing that uh, Sinn Féin has gone to Irish America to make this pitch when really what it needs to be doing is persuading um, people in Northern Ireland in particular and and actually kind of middle ground um, voters, especially, that uh, this is this is something that needs to happen. I suppose I take quite a cynical kind of perspective on it because I assume that it's that they're selling a romantic vision to Irish America as a way of of raising money. When actual, when in actual fact, they know that they're very far from uh, bringing about that uh, goal that they have on this side of the Atlantic because just. Simply put, there's not really any evidence that there's a call for it. We had an interesting poll in Northern Ireland just the other week um, about these kind of middle ground voters, and Sinn Féin have have kind of focused on them and put a great deal of uh, hope in the fact that maybe they're persuadable after Brexit for a united Ireland. But in actual fact, only 19% of them in the latest poll are open to an all-Ireland state 53% want to to remain in the Union, and absolutely their least favourite party out of any of the Northern Irish parties, including the DUP, is Sinn Féin. So I don't even think that uh, Sinn Féin are in a particularly good position to sort of lead this push for an all-Ireland state if that's what people want, because really the people that they that they need to persuade are very, very cynical about their motives and about the way that they're going about
0: it. M- Matt, was those poll results, were they a disappointment
1: to you and Sinn Féin? Well, well, a couple of things. First of all, Sinn Féin didn't go to Irish America and ask them to take out these ads. These were ads that were taken out um, by organisations based in, in the United States, including Friends of Sinn Féin, and it wasn't about raising you, money. On and the and hop you were stream. completely caught on the hop. You didn't know they were coming. Well, I didn't know they were coming, to be quite uh, frank. Okay. But certainly, I think it is a positive thing to see um Irish-Americans actually engaging in the political process. The reason so many of our political leaders from across all parties, including the DUP, are in Washington and New York this week is because, you know, the United States has a very important role to play in terms of the economic development of both sides of our our, our country. And in the event of reunification, we would hope would have a very constructive role to play just as they did 25 years ago during the negotiations of the Good Friday Agreement. There will be different polls. Um, but as long as those polls are taking place in the abstract, then that's all they will be is abstract polls. The real conversations will begin when there is focus and clarity, when there are structures in place and when people will be asking the obvious questions as to what unity will mean to them personally, mm. to their families, to their communities, to our economy, to our transport system, to the political um, structures that are in place. And it's are only they really being held
0: in the abstract though? I, you know, I, I understand they're not being held in the context of a specific date. Yeah. But I mean, people in the north do think in tangible terms about identity and about unity. So they do have strong views. Oh, of course. Um, And And the strong views are not inclined from a majority point of view towards the United Ireland. On the
1: basis of one particular poll, there have, on my last count, I think, been 18 different polls um, since the Brexit referendum in respect of um, what the likelihood of a referendum would be. And I think in terms of um, the outcomes of that, a little over 50% of them would be considered favourable from my perspective, um, a little bit uh, mm. around the halfway mark from um, Ali's perspective. But from my perspective, what we really need to do is actually come down to the brass tacks and setting out the positives. We have an obligation as a party that that wants to see Irish unity. So to do other parties who claim to want to see Irish unity to, to work together to set out. The positive message that we believe reunification would would deliver in tangible terms to individuals, families, communities. As I say, to um, the the regions and um, to uh, and to advance that in a collective manner. Yeah. And it's my view that that then um, the polls that we receive will actually be worked analysing in in great depth because they will be based on a, on a real live prospect. And as I say, um, as we've seen with political developments over the years, there is always. Going to be a reason not to advance uh, okay. a, a progressive political oh. move. But if you believe that it is genuinely progressive and that uh, an aspiration is in the best interests of the people you represent, then you we'll not only go have back a, to a, an obligation, but you also on. have a I, right to advance that.
0: Is there an argument that you grasp the nettle from a unionist uh, point of view and that you go ahead with this if you're confident that it, it wouldn't pass and at least it puts the issue to
2: bed for a generation? Well, I suppose there is in a sense. And as Colin Eastwood said in an interview with the New Statesman, just the, uh, I think it was maybe this week or, or last week, the last thing that Irish nationalism needs right now is a border poll because he's uh, realistic enough to know that in the current circumstances, that would be lost. But the idea that there hasn't been um, a very sort of muscular campaign in order to bring this to the forefront of people's minds, the fact that we'd be starting from sort of ground zero, as it were, is just not really credible because uh, Sinn Féin in particular and and other groups too have been pushing this for a number of years now, and they haven't really even made a start of explaining what's on offer. It's all just sort of vague platitudes and sound bites. And um, often these come from, from, from Matt's party, from a political movement that previously tried to to, to pursue the same aim, aims, but by using bombs and, and murder as a way to uh, to bring that about. So, you know, we, we, we've heard other things like the kind of demographic argument, the idea that it's uh, moving against unionism, but it's a kind of a, an overwhelmingly sort of patronising idea, to, to go back to that old shibboleth of, yeah. shibboleth of we're outbreeding breeding you, because uh, the world's much more complicated than that, and people in Northern Ireland in particular, and I think in the Republic too, uh, when they take into in, in, yeah. to Their purview, the the, the kind of extra taxes and things that they would have to pay. They're they're usually more sensible than that. uh, Uh, Okay. uh, let me me just
0: go back to Matt. Matt, what do you say to kind of Owen's original point, actually, uh, in all of this, which is we've enough to be getting on with in the north without this becoming an absolute distraction for five years?
1: As I said, there will always be an argument against advancing political change. But and I would say two points. One, there is nothing stopping us actually advancing what needs to be done in the immediate um, term which is actually re-establishing the the, the northern institutions and I would hope that OWN would play a positive role in encouraging all political parties to get back to doing the job that they're primarily paid to do and that is to run the executive and to deliver services in the north but in the second instance I think we're absolutely big enough um, across all political persuasions to be able to have a broad conversation in terms of the future direction something that I believe if advanced properly will be in the best interest okay. of generations Ma- to come that is the reunification of our country and I for one am quite excited about the conversation that is going to happen in the not too distant future Matt Carty Sinn Féin TD
0: for Cavan Monaghan own Polly columnist with the Belfast newsletter listen gentlemen thank you both very much uh